You're listening to How Did I Get Here? A deep dive into our journey to find the dream job. I'm your host, Jason Fish, and today I'm joined by Todd Buck, Managing Director and Head of Analytics Sales at InvestNet. Welcome, Todd. Thank you, Jason. For the people listening who aren't familiar with InvestNet, can you give us a quick overview of what InvestNet does? Uh, sure. Ha- happy, happy to do that. Um, InvestNet uh, basically provides um, really soup to nuts uh, financial technologies uh, that are used in the advisor space. Um, what happens is, is that broker dealers, banks, RIAs, and other firms that uh, manage or support uh, financial advisors, InvestNet provides the technology so they're able to deliver uh, fee-based platforms. Um, What I mean by fee-based platforms is uh, some of the commonly known uh, types of fee-based platforms are separately managed account platforms, mutual fund wrap platforms, um, UMA accounts or unified managed account platforms, um, and they also provide a platform known as uh, Rep is PM. Uh, what InvestNet does is that they allow uh, their various different clients that, that work with these financial advisors to white label their technology. So the advisors have access to lots of different investment choices. Uh, they can build really good portfolios for their clients. Uh, it runs seamlessly, meaning that um, it's from an advisor's point of view, it looks like their own firm's technology. Uh, InvestNet provides the technology on the platform, um, on the client reporting aspect of it, uh, some of the client portals or the client websites. So it's really soup to nuts in terms of being able to um, uh, have a, a, a robust financial platform um, and, and these, these companies have decided to outsource this technology to InvestNet. What does your current role as managing director and head of analytics sales consist of on a daily basis? So, so my job is, is that, um, you know, based on my, my uh, explanation of, of InvestNet, is InvestNet houses a lot of information on their platforms. Um, they have over $2 trillion of clients' assets on their platform. Um, and in my role, we take all of that information and the relevant data points of that information, and we build it into various different analytics solutions. Um, it's basically an analytics subscription services, um, and the users of this service really fall into two major camps. Uh, the first camp being um, the actual investnet client, so the banks, the broker dealers, the the RIAs. Um, and their interest in analytics is if you look at all this data across the platform is uh, for their own information is how well are their advisors doing? What are the trends over time? What kind of sales have we generated in the last couple months? How does that compare to last year? Uh, how are advisors uh, um, managing their portfolios? Uh, what are they charging their clients in terms of fees? How well are they actually performing for their clients? All of that, it really like in this just massive amounts of data gets bubbled up into an online tool where they can very easily see with charts and graphs and tables to understand these various different trends. 
with the whole goal of being able to manage their businesses more effectively. So, th- so that's one audience in just a very general sense. The second audience that we serve is the asset manager community. And, and, and what the asset manager community, um, their interest in the analytics is um, InvestNet has over 1,500 different clients between these banks and these broker dealers and, uh, and RIAs. And what the asset managers are trying to do is they're trying to deliver their products down to the advisors. So if I'm a mutual fund manager, um, I want to understand all of this data from my point of view, meaning what advisors do I need to sell my products to? Where do I want to get products placed on, on which types of platforms? I want to be more efficient in how I'm distributing my products to the financial advisors. But it's all about what are the key business questions and then how do you answer those questions within analytics? What's your favorite part of your job? Um, more or less, I would say the people. I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I, I travel a lot um, for my job. Um, I do a lot of sales presentations. I do a lot of uh, meetings and board meetings and strategy meetings. It's really interesting trying to understand what the problem is, how to solve the problem. In a lot of cases, a, a lot of these companies, when we first start working with them, uh, we're not replacing another analytics solution. We're replacing uh, a lot of manual work that they're doing in Excel. So it's really identifying the problems, being able to solve the problems, and, and then just, just the people and, and understanding the people and understanding the different types of problems. And the services that InvestNet provides, are those stored over the cloud? And, and like you said, that's a subscription service that the um, companies pay for? Yeah, I mean, everything that we do, including, including InvestNet proper, the, 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 um, the services I was describing, is 100% on the cloud. Everything is an online tool. The analytics services is also 100% based on the cloud. So you can access it basically from any device whether it's a computer or a tablet, a phone, and we're even going to, to voice solutions now as well. And going back to my previous question, you talked about your favorite part of your job. How about on the flip side? What are some things that maybe you don't like or wish could be better? Well, I mean, you know, the, the way we measure our success is, is all about revenue and all about adding more clients and, 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 and increasing the services with, with those particular clients. Um, some of the tough things about the job is, is the travel can, can be a little daunting sometimes. Um, but also it's, it's anytime that you're in a role, a sales role, um, it, it's all about goals and it's all about hitting those goals. And, and, and the more success that you get, the higher the goals become. So um, you're constantly chasing the goal where we're just about to close the year out here. We're in the last quarter of the year. Uh, we're, I'm real happy we're on track to hit our, our annual goal, which is good for, for obviously uh, our entire organization and, and, and the teams and the folks that, that, that work for me. Um, but come January one, we started zero again. Um, so sometimes it's you're you're just constantly chase chasing the goal, and um, sometimes those goals get bigger and bigger along the way, and it can be a little daunting. What are some key stepping stones that have enabled you to get to and succeed in your current position? 
Well, I, I mean, I didn't start my career as a um, analytics person. Um, I, I kind of fell into the job of of being delivering this this these analytics services. Um, I started my job in, in in what the industry is known as as a wholesaler. Um, and my job after I graduated Rowan, it was back in the in the early '90s. Um, got a job through some uh, contacts of mine and uh, basically worked in the mutual fund and annuity industry. And my job was to sell annuities and mutual funds to financial advisors. So I had a territory. I had New York City and Long Island, and I I spent a lot of time in front of advisors trying to convince them to buy. Uh, various different annuities and mutual funds and, and, and things of things of that nature. So when I think about the stepping stone, it, it's it's I worked my way up through that industry, became a manager in that industry, uh, met the uh, the person that that is was one of the co-founders of our company before we were purchased, um, and you know I really learned the industry. But but one of the things in the industry is that in this particular industry is that um, it was very difficult to understand um, how well you were doing and, and where you want, who you wanted to call on, what firms and what advisors you wanted to call on, what was your market share, how do you how do you be smart? And we always struggled as a management team saying, where do we find that information? And, and originally, we just identified a huge gap, saying like, God, if we could just get information about this, we could be more efficient and we could save money. And we could be a lot, uh, you know, we could certainly be a lot more successful um, in selling our products to the to the right advisors. And that really was the start uh, of our analytics company, because from there we said, you know, what, where can we get that information? And, and the way we originally did it is we went out to the wirehouses, the Merrill Lynch's and the Smith Barney at the, at the time and the Wells Fargo's. And, and we said, if you give us the data, the information, that raw data, we can manipulate that data and turn it into um, reports and turn it into analytics so asset managers, managers can be more successful with your advisors. So really, like, like the way I got started in this business was, was um, working within the business, was, was being an expert within the business, was being successful within the business of, of selling to financial advisors, and then identifying a need and a gap within the industry. There was nothing at that time when we, we, we actually went to the broker dealers and we had a startup technology company. So um, it was a very interesting way to get into analytics, and, and I've been in really the analytics part of this business now for the last 12 years. How did you approach the companies, like you said, like Merrill Lynch and Wells Fargo? How did you approach them and convince them to give you that data? That, that, was, the, uh, that was the secret sauce, really. I mean, so when we originally did it, um, the Merrill Lynch's, the Smith Barney's, I mean, believe it or not, I mean, this was many years ago, but um, they didn't have good information. They struggled internally um, reporting. They struggled internally just in getting a handle on their own business. It was very manual, for, ma- manual process for them. So the business model I thought was really unique that, that we came up with is we said to Merrill Lynch, for example, or to Smith Barney, it was the same model. We said, if you give us your data, we'll create some opportunity for these asset managers to buy this data from us so they can be more efficient. 
And Merrill Lynch and Smith Barney love that because now they're going to work better with their advisors. But in return for that, we gave them a complete reporting package for free that they could use internally for their own business. So it was a way of saying, hey, we'll give you this system. You'll be more efficient internally for a free cost if you allow us to make a market with this particular data with the asset managers. And for them, it was a win-win. They got a free system. They were more efficient internally, and we were able to deliver critical information out to their asset manager partners so they could be more effective within their system. So it was really a unique business model. What is some advice that you can give to someone listening who has a passion for your line of work? I mean, it's, I would say the analytics, when we started in analytics, it was, um, it was a pretty small industry. And if you start looking now, there's, there's degrees and there's specialties and you hear everything about big data and predictive analytics. Um, what I would say is that no matter what your major is, if you think you have an analytical bent is, is get all the education you can in terms of um, learn, learn some basic coding, learn some of the, 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 the business, study statistics, um, try to understand the big data and the data science uh, type classes. Um, they're, they're at every major university right now. There's lots and lots of great people teaching that kind of stuff. And the more you know um, about the kind of structure of, of these datas and the programming of the, the, the data, the better off you're going to be. The second thing I would say is that you've got to identify the problem because data is just data unless you can say, how is this going to solve a problem? To just say, hey, these are great statistics, people will go, oh, well, that's nice, but they're not going to pay just for nice statistics and charts. They're going to pay for stuff where they look at it, it solves a problem for them, and they can create an action that ultimately will either lead to lower costs or driving more revenue. Final question for you is, what do you wish you'd have done differently in your business journey? You know, I, I, I really wish that I would have, um, you know, I would have continued my education and, and I would have expanded my, my education. Um, you know, I went through the four years of college and I graduated with, with a business degree. I really wish I would have stuck around for, for a master's. Um, I really wish early on in my career when I was selling to financial advisors, uh, there was an opportunity to get some advanced designations like a CFA um, that I that I never that I never really got to. I would say if, if there's an opportunity, if if you you're passionate and you think you're in the right industry, is get all the designations you can get, get all the education you can get while while you're young and while you're still kind of everything's fresh. Um, it's very difficult after your four or five years away from school to be able to go back and. Um, and, and restart those those types of things. So I would say get as educated as possible. Um, make sure whatever you're doing, whether it's in analytics or anything else, you have a passion for it. Um, and just you know, never stop learning. You know, there's lots of great books to read. I read lots of business books on on a regular basis. Uh, there's lots of great podcasts. There's lots of great TED talks. There's lots of great information out there. It's becoming easier and easier to consume. So 
Um, never stop being a student, but if you can, while you're younger and you feel like you, you found the right track is learn everything about it and, and try to dig deep. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Todd Buck, Managing Director and Head of Analytics Sales at InvestNet, his LinkedIn profile is linked below. To get notified when the next episode releases, subscribe to How Did I Get Here on one of the 10 supported apps. Thanks again. Until next time.